from the backwoods and the swamp waters of the Sunshine State and all across America and the world, this is the Big and Wild Outdoors. ACDC live at River Plate, December 2009. I grabbed a oh, song. Oh, that part there we can hear. Come out! You might want to turn that down. I'm sure there'll be some explosive hip <laughs> at the beginning of the show. Come on, you! Brian Johnson, he's a legend. He's allowed to do it. I will fight the FCC on that one. <laughs> Good old Brian Johnson. He might be listening. He, he does. He's, he's, he's there, there in Sarasota. Sarasota. Yeah. yeah. He's hanging down there, man. Going down there and doing this deal. Yeah. Good morning, everybody. It's the Big and Wild Outdoors. I'm glad you could join us there, Sunshine. <laughs> Brayden Gump, it's Noble, Bill George, and uh, Slick. Uh, you know, on that rare occasion that I was running behind. And, uh, whoa, whoa, get, whoa, whoa. You get that whoa, phone whoa. call of the panicked voice of, whoa! No, no. Running behind is normal. <laughs> running <laughs> that far behind is abnormal. I was abnormal. here on time. You sat down right as I started the Highway to Hell music. <laughs> No, I was there. Nah, I was here. I had time to plug my uh, little uh, computery pad thing in here and uh, get situated. <laughs> computery pad thing. Yeah. That's why. That's even more proof we were right and he's wrong. Exactly. He can't. He's not even awake yet. <laughs> you know what it was? I, I told Bill George downstairs. I blame it on the Beaver Moon. Blame it on something else. Let's see how you are. <laughs> it's still full moon right now. Oh, I know. Yeah. I, I walk it. out there. It's beautiful. It's it's gorgeous. And I driving s- home last night, it was it was so pretty. I saw it bright and early this morning when I was here on time. It made me think of Shriner. Dude, he's up. <laughs> made me think of Shriner. <laughs> he, he's having a heck of a time out there. Dude, has he talk- killed anything yet? Anybody? No, know? not yet. The uh, only thing I know he's killed is that scorpion. Yeah, he well, killed the it. scorpion. But <laughs> oh, oh, oh. is that we'll on a legal to take list? <laughs> I think it Leave is. Leave it to FWC Tommy over here to ruin the fun. No, yeah. no. You got to be careful what you put on the air. No, I think it's easy. Uh, you know, he was he was in fear for his life. He was in fear <laughs> for his life. Okay. We found out yesterday that's okay. <laughs> I just want to get it mounted for him. So anyway. That would be hilarious, actually. <laughs> <laughs> he I comes d- back to work, and there's a mounted scorpion. Here uh, you go, buddy. Uh, I mean, I got a scorpion story. We were sitting around a campfire out in Green Swamp, and all of a sudden, my dad hits his leg. And when he did, he screamed, and then he starts grabbing his pants, like pulling it out in the process of stripping down to his undies right there in the middle of everybody because guess what crawled up his leg? A scorpion. And when you hit, he hit. (laughs) Uh, Florida scorpions aren't that bad. No, they're not that bad. They're still going to hurt. Until they're getting you in your groin area. No, that would probably uh, itch a little bit. Sure, yeah. (laughs) It's more like a red wasp. You ever been, you ever yeah. been hit by a red wasp? It's about the same. It's I, I, not, I'll that's go not. throw one, uh, you know, up your pants leg, and we'll see how long uh, it takes. I've, uh, I've, uh, I've experienced the joy of the, uh, <laughs> the sting of the scorpion before in Florida. Yes, I rolled over on one, sleeping on the ground at Gulf Hammock. 
but anyway, um, Shriner's out at uh, St. Vincent Island. He's out there. Uh, I think this is his. Well, he didn't do it last year because of COVID. No. Well, was it COVID or the hurricane? It was the hurricane. Yeah, and he skipped out on it. So this year uh, he's up there again trying to get the elusive sandbar stag. And um, I don't know. I can just I, – I, he's put in the time. He's put in the effort. I'm really – I'm feeling hopefully he'll be successful this time. I hope so because that's a lot of work. It, you get nothing. It is. And uh, he um, he uh, was uh, putting some stuff on Facebook about being out on the island. And one of the things was he watched the lunar eclipse that happened the other night. And I was like, dude, what a great place to be. Uh, you know, while this moon in particular is going on because it is so bright and so big and – being out there on that island, that would have been kind of cool. It'd be a, it'd be a good place to be. Be a, be a lot worse places to be than out there <laughs> waking up. My only temptation is, and I have to ask you this, Billy, Billy, Billy. I know that there are certain rules and regs, especially on that hunt. <laughs> but uh, how do you not, on a full moon that's as bright as it is right now, not be tempted to just go? I'm just gonna take a walk around the island and see if maybe uh you know just hang I out. Lo- I love running around in the woods at night with a I do too. full moon. Oh man, I no see light, some awesome no nothing, stuff. just just slipping. Yeah, and then it's you're in the woods and it's all dark and kind of patchy of light and all that stuff. Then you walk out into the field and it looks like you literally walked out into daylight when because once your eyes get used to the being in the woods and you walk out in the open, it's like whoa. This is so bright out here. There's that creepy aspect of it, too, isn't it? Uh, I just like it. I love it. I, I enjoy walking around the woods at night. I can't imagine having to try and shoot something, you know, with a with a bow. Because, I mean, if you turn around and you had a gun, you discharge a firearm on that island. I think you're going to get somebody's attention. <laughs> Pretty quick. Sure. I mean, as tempted <laughs> as it is. <laughs> Maybe you just run back, slip in your sleeping bag, go in the morning, stretch, get on out there and say, oh, guess what? Boom, I just shot one. I think that didn't he, didn't he uh, say that uh, you're assigned uh, an area or something or, or something like that? I he, can't I, remember how I've never been up there, so I'm not Neither too sure exactly how that hunt works. But I know there's times in which nobody's supposed to be moving you got to get into your area you got to be there yeah no moving quiet yeah. times maybe that's what i misconstrued as you know being in your area because once you're set you're set or for, like he told uh, he uh, put on facebook the other day that uh heading out to the stand this is where i'll be for the next nine hours or and i was like nine that's it come on man put in a full day's work <laughs> that's a lot nine hours is a long time <laughs> No way. Okay, for for the beach guy, nine hours in the tree is a long time. (laughs) Yeah. Two hours in the tree is a long time. Unless there was a a little tiki hut not far and he could get down. I I like the way you're thinking, Bill. (laughs) Where's the little guy that's supposed to bring me my drinks up here? Come on. (laughs) I do not hear a blender going. So uh, I, I just, I would be tempted being on that island like that under a full moon just to go take a stroll. You know, maybe uh, get a little scout out a little area. Maybe see where they might be munching and crunching while they're enjoying their full moon as well. That way uh, you can at least set up in an area. Because, you know, it's midday hunting when it's full moon like this. 99% of every hunter will tell you, you know. Yep. 
that uh, when it's full moon like this, you, you get in the stand in the morning and try to catch them going back and forth. And if that don't work, then you stay there all day uh, long. There's There's been plenty of time on a day like today to do a radio show, then turn around, run on out there, be sitting in there for that midday hunt, boom, not be there long and be successful. See, that's the kind of hunting I want to do. <laughs> I want to get in and get out. Oh, yeah, well, those are easy. <laughs> there's there's plenty of places you can go there if you got enough cash. And you go, I'll take that one right there. Okay, go ahead and shoot it. Bang. Thank you. <laughs> Bye-bye. I'm gone. I'll come back next Thursday and pick it up. And it'll be waiting on you. <laughs> <clears throat> uh, I learned the story years ago of uh, a gentleman who saved all of his money. He always wanted to go do a buffalo hunt. A buffalo. You know, wanted to go out west and experience the great outdoors and Stock up the elusive, you know, Tatonka, shoot it with a nice forty-five seventy, and da 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 da. So he found this outfitter, found this place, went out there, spent his money, flew out there, got out there, rented a car, drove out to the ranch, got out there, shows up, walks up with the guy, and the guy says, uh, "Are you, uh, you know, better better?" And he's like, "Yep, I'm ready to go." And he's like, "All right," he goes, "Come on over here," and uh, they go over, and there's a big giant corral. And uh, he said, which one do you want? Just like that. Yeah. Just like, you know, which one of you, which one do you want? Take your pick. You know, you, you paid for it, so take your pick. And he said, what? He said, I thought we were hunting buffalo. And he said, uh, we offer buffalo. You want it or not? And he says, uh, he says, I'm here. Might I as thought, well. I thought we were going to be out you know, on the prairie, you know, riding around on horses and doing all that stuff. No, 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 no. The guy's like, takes out a 45 long colt, goes, here, pick out which one of you ever want, pop him. Then the guy's like, no, I want my money back. <laughs> I mean, I don't, I don't want to sit out in the woods for 10, 12 hours, but I don't want to just walk whoa, up whoa, and whoa, pop whoa. one in the corral and just walk away. It, 10, is, 12 hours. it is quite enjoyable just sitting there watching nature. Nah, dude, my ADD kicks in. I'm like, I got to work on the website. I got to send an invoice. I got to do this. I gotta no, that's do that. why you got to get out in the woods. You calm yeah. those voices. To D- Decompress. You get rid of all those those voices in your head. You sit there. I wonder what's behind that palmetto. I yeah. wonder what's behind that one. <laughs> yeah. Oh, guess what? Let's go over there. See what's behind that one. And you know what? It seems like the more stressed you are, it seems like the way the more the Lord works the mysterious ways because you get to see more wondrous things while you're out there to keep you occupied. That's yeah. how it is when I'm on the water. So I, it's I the can, same thing. I can, yeah. I can understand. Yeah. The only difference is, is you know most people don't get motion sickness while they're sitting in a tree. Although some people do. <laughs> See, I'm, I'm afraid of heights. You get into a whippy pine tree. <laughs> we'll put you on a, on a the, the stool kid, the sitting next to, <laughs> with your back to a palmetto platter. That, that'll work for but, me. But, uh, no, I've had so many enjoyable days just sitting there watching the stuff at sunup. There was always this hawk with a particular blotch on its tail. I would watch and just sit, sit there for hours watching him hunt, hunt and do his thing. That's old blotchy tail. He makes the rounds. Yeah. So it kind of sounds like, you know, with Thanksgiving approaching, you guys are uh, pretty thankful for being out in the woods. Why wouldn't you be? It's it's I, therapeutic. <laughs> There's some hippie website that, but like, I thought goes, meat was murder. Oh, who cares? <laughs> <laughs> There's uh, some uh, green veggie website somewhere. I remember reading one time, and they were talking about the benefits of just a, a walk in the woods and what it does for you health-wise. How it raises certain 
whatever levels that you have in your body and knocks down what's the stress hormone that they always talk about? Uh, I don't know. Cortisol, cortisine, cortisol, blah, blah, blah. One of, anyway, one of those ones, and it, like, reduces it, like, forever. Well, Vince, we should just ask Vince what he's on right now because, you know, when you weren't here early, he, he turned around and he was getting a little stressed. It's that coffee. I wasn't there. Stressed. I don't stress out, man. I can, I can open up a show. You get that coffee. <laughs> it's my first rodeo there, big boy. Nah. All righty. Let's prove it. We've got to go to break here soon anyway. Let's see if he can come back. Do you think he can do it? I, I don't think Bill can do it. He can do it. I can do it. Who can do it? Bill. Well, I do have to run down to the car. Take your time, there. <laughs> and by run down to the car, I mean, I think I'm going to go get something to eat. A brisk walk? <laughs> You're not going to run. It's going to be a brisk walk. Why? I need your uh, badgy thing so I can get in and out. And then, uh, you know, I'll, I'll get back. <laughs> we'll be right back. Yeah, okay. We're going to get back. All right, bye. Welcome back to the Big and Wild. We got Bill George, Vince, and Brayton's out for a nice little stroll in the park outside. Yeah. I don't know what he's doing. He's going to be right back. I'll tell you what, man. That guy, he's something else. He is. You got to love Mr. Brayton Gunn. He's got to, you know, do his morning poop before he comes on the show, I guess. So he's going to be know. a few minutes. Hey, hey. I think he's getting all-timers or something. No, nah, he's got half-timers, how, bro. How do you forget the glasses? He's got half timers. He remembers half of the time. How how do you forget your glasses? Uh, very I think easily. it's progressing. You think he's progressing? No. <laughs> <laughs> the, the onslaught of the memory loss, you know. That's nah, all right. He'll be good. He's a good boy. So, you know, it's November. It's no shave November. Are you going to shave? Uh, I'm done shaving right now until after <laughs> I get back from Pennsylvania. So, I mean, every last bit of fuzz turns around and... That's coming up. It, it is. It is. I'm getting ready. I'm going out uh, Tuesday night. I'll head up to PA and I'll turn around and be up there for. Now you're a you're while. driving. You're not flying, right? Drive. Oh, yeah, that's what I thought. Because you can load up the truck anyways. I have so much stuff I haul. It, it just the airline <laughs> would just eat me up with baggage fees. <laughs> you would be broke before you got no, there. No, no, no. Every year we have hauled up Jeep frames in the past. I mean. It, you never know what's going to make that trip with me. So the hell was that grunt? That was Brayden doing something. You feel better there? <laughs> <laughs> oh, he hit his head on the TV. <laughs> Just pinged my head right off the corner. I think I, I, I peeled some hide off I, of that sucker. I, I know that feeling. What did my TV ever do to you? Son of a, am I bleeding? No. Were you marking your spot? <laughs> I mean, what are you doing? <laughs> rubbing rubbing no. the horns? But no, I, I've hauled so much stuff back and forth uh, this year. I think we have a couple extra uh, guns going up, a couple, well, at least one crossbow, and an ensemble of other stuff. Ensemble. Last year, I was bringing back a shower stall after my <laughs> I thought you were supposed to bring back meat, Bill, not I, a shower I, well, stall. Well, I did that, too, but a uh, shower stall, a propane uh, fireplace. <laughs> You're talking about Pennsylvania? Yes. So I turned around and, and 
that truck is is always loaded. <laughs> loaded. Are you going to clean it? Wait, here's the question. The question. Whoa, whoa, whoa. It's not my. I'm not going up in my truck. All right. Not this. Not this You're cleaning this your truck out before you put more crap in it. <laughs> it's a it's a two way. It's like a hauler. You know, it's a truck driver. He, he takes a load up and brings the load back. <laughs> yeah. It's, you don't want to ride back empty. You know, you don't make no money that way. I that mean, it's true. I I think the. The funkiest load I had that was the one year we took two half-body mounts of 11-foot alligators and hauled those up there to Pennsylvania. One for a, a customer of uh, Jason Clark Taxidermy. He turned around, had a customer up that way, and he says, Hey, man, do you mind, do you mind it? And I'm like, No, I don't mind. And there we met in a 5, Walmart 000. parking lot, emptying the truck out to get to these two, <laughs> the mounts, you know. And everybody in Pennsylvania is driving by what and like, God's name what is the going heck are they <laughs> doing? So, Pennsylvania. They from the Pennsylvania. Country. Yeah, I got a little, uh, got a little deal here. I'm trying to find it here in my paperwork on <laughs> about uh, Pennsylvania, Pennsylvania. And I know, I know. I talked to one of our listeners, Alan. Uh, the other day, he's he's up there hunting up in Wisconsin right now. Alan Jackson, a little chilly. It's getting it's cold. A little chilly. It's getting cold up there. Uh, it's what about to this get morning? cold. It got, I don't is know. Is it getting cold here, or what's it supposed to do? I don't know. It's sweaty now. I mean, it's supposed to be. Uh, I think around sixty. A lot of stairs 70. will do that to you. Yeah, seventies or whatever. <laughs> I took the elevator. Are you crazy? That brisk walk took a lot out, buddy. Yeah, I'm, I'm worn now. No, uh, the. Um, it's supposed to be in the 70s again today. It's supposed to be uh, warm in 76 and it all that kind of stuff. It just felt chilly when I walked out. I was like, well, what is it's, this? it's moist. It's that moisture again. It's bringing all that heat back in here. And it's uh, yeah. it's uh, making it uncomfortable, especially here in this room. Yeah, it's Why a little warm in here. Why is the air conditioner down to 50 over there, Bill George? Uh, Shriner put a lockbox on it. <laughs> <laughs> I know he didn't do that because... Yeah, he looked. Uh, yeah, we both. Like, I wouldn't be. I wouldn't be shocked and confused. I wouldn't be. Uh, I'd be. Would be amazed that uh, Bill. That was a hint. Like turn it he down. Didn't dude. do it. Yeah. yeah. Reach over your shoulder and turn that thing down, man. Somewhere, Tim Nelson is like his sensors are going off. He's like, who's turning? Who's touching? The Somebody's AC touching it. <laughs> Someone's touching it at all. Yeah. Um, well, I guess uh, we can't. Uh, I guess I'll do this first because I, it's the elephant in the room, uh, or at least there's two elephants in the room. Uh, yesterday, of course, we, uh, <clears throat> as a firearm owner, regardless on either side or what you did, uh, what you think and all that kind of good stuff and all, what are you doing? He's over the... You getting directions on how to get to the AC? <laughs> what are you, what are you, air conditioner that far away? Turn <laughs> left. Damn it, you beat me to it. <laughs> <laughs> Somehow my phone got on voiceover. Oh, sure it did, yeah. Well, he can't see anymore. He's got to have it read it to him. He's like sitting there typing out. No, no. Where I was trying to use the flashlight to see the dial to know which way was Even up. Even To know which way was up and down. I'm not like Braden. Braden comes in. Just he, roll down. He, and, he, uh, he, yeah, going down is usually uh, colder. The, the key thing is I wanted to make sure I put it back on the same temperature when we were done. No, that's all right. We're not growing pot in here. We don't need this this much humidity. Hey, don't be telling people about my side business. Oh, whatever. <laughs> <coughs> so we had a win yesterday. Kind of, sorta. I mean, uh, last night. Uh, you know, this is one of those. I cannot believe how political this has become. A man that a uh, kid that was defending himself out in the streets of Kenosha, Wisconsin, uh, 
and uh, it's just it's so polarizing, and I I can't understand it. I really I really don't. I I think that there's uh, there's too many people between my day that I was born and today that filled in that gap somewhere, and they're just their their minds just aren't my, there. My question is, first off, what was he doing? I mean, what was he doing in that area? Number one, so carrying like he was. All right, so here's. Because I've been following the trial almost religiously. So he was there providing aid. He was uh, Nobody was defending this town. So a lot of this is actually a failure not only on the, mil- on the mayor's part, but also on the governor of Wisconsin. They uh, refused to send anybody in after uh, Jacob Blake was the guy that got shot that started the Kenosha riots. No, uh, no, one, no one was helping the city. Uh, the mayor told the cops to stand down, and the governor refused to send the National Guard in. That's back when CNN had the mostly peaceful protest and the big right. image in the back. So he was there helping clean up graffiti from the protest from the night before and kind of like performing uh, armed security. Should he have been? Nah. Like, this is where I'm. I, was I'm, he breaking uh, the law? He was doing? not. No, okay. he was not. They, now, and that's he was where legal. I, he was. Uh, <laughs> and people are pissed off about the technicality on that one because uh, it's, it's a hunting law is really what like saved him from getting a gun charge. And then the right to keep and bear arms is supposed hey, to cover hey, that second amendment i'm with you on that no but uh, i mean that that you so that you're if you're walking through the middle of town with a rifle slung over your shoulder to go hunting or whatever or whatever it is that you want to do you have the right to do that right that's that's kind of like it. the meaning of behind of it so, so the law but you left out the part where you know he actually uh you know was there actually helping people well, he, he had didn't. a trauma bag and he helped a few people and and did all that kind of stuff and then a lot of people were complaining that, you know, he came from out of state just to come over there and start trouble. And what they didn't, as you would know, following the trial, he, his parents were divorced. He lived with his mother, but his father lived in? No, his father, his aunt, his uncle, his yes. grandparents. He so worked he was, in Kenosha. So he was there all the time. So it's not like he came from out of town, you know, like they 30. bust him in, you know, to to be a rioter. <laughs> he lived 30 minutes away from there. Like everybody like the people there the people yeah. that he shot, uh, there was two of them that were from out of state. I lived 30 minutes uh from uh, where I work. Same, Bill George drove here. 30 minutes to get here today. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it's it's 30 a, minutes is the lot, norm. Like t- t- in Florida <clears throat> Because I got a lot of friends in Florida that are mad with it, and they're like, "Oh, he drove out of state." Well, you live in the you live in South Florida. You li- also live in like Central Florida. Like to you, to leave states a lot different than a lot of the Midwest states where it, yeah. it's like a couple hours. Drive. I drive six hours. I'm in Tallahassee. Yeah, <laughs> I'm still in Florida, and you still got two Pensacola. hours before the state line. Exactly, unless I make a real hard right and maybe touch into Alabama. Let's I mean, that's that's, that. that's about it. I mean. I'm, that's one of the reasons why my dad moved back where he did because he's like, dude, if I drive for three hours, I'm in another state. <laughs> or I could be across one other state and be heading into another state. In Florida, I've been no. driving for eight, nine hours, and I have but not got it. For me, it's three hours. I'm out of state. Yeah, Florida, but, Texas, uh, California. So, and I wasn't, I was getting ready to mention that. I was trying to follow a series of timeline of events. So it goes into the night, and that's when things start picking back up again. There, uh, there's testimony out there that show uh, that the people were firing guns well before he was in, and he had a gun on him. He, he was just in the wrong place at the right time. If you want, really if you want further proof, just go Google. Uh, we did this the other day. Just go Google uh, fires in Kenosha during riots, and there are maps. They'll come up and they'll show you maps of all the fires and where they were uh, in that little town. I mean, 
Kenosha's not really a, a huge place. No. And, uh, uh, there was right in a line down a main boulevard, almost every single building all the way down the entire street was on fire. And if you do that and you go search the images, you'll see probably about uh, 30 to 50 other individuals that were standing around there with various other firearms. Well, and, and one of the guys he shot. Yeah, well, yeah, you come whipping up and put a forty cal Glock in your face, uh, chances are you're going to get picky, picky, picky. <laughs> Especially if you're in a defensive posture in a in a uh, in a in a way on your butt where, you know, you got to do what you got to do because you're very vulnerable at that position. I mean, it, it is what it is. Um, you you get on your back or you got some guy whacking you with a skateboard. Which, by the way, two years ago, if you go back in history. There was the incident where the kid hit the one guy one time right across the side of the head with a skateboard. <laughs> guy was dead before he hit the ground. There's a recent one even still. They caved in the dude's head. They just come out that exactly. he's he's having a hard he's still having hard times. I think it was like a year or so ago. That's um, maple, bro. It's made not to break. <laughs> it's it's dude, the it's same thing as a baseball bat. Steel you know, trucks. Where, oh man. Yeah, no, I, but uh, you know the sad part in the bottom line is the kid got you know acquitted. And uh, we'll have to see what happens. I, I, I refused to watch the news last night. I didn't want to see any horror or National Guard or more fires or any of that other kind of crud. I just wanted a nice, relaxing evening to watch, uh, you know, Forged in Fire. That's all I did. Just watch them <laughs> Forged in Fire and watch them make knives. It's all good. And uh, It's you know, just sad that the whole so thing had to happen well, in the first place. No, I, I'm quite pleased in the fact that there was a trial, you know. People turn around, jurors turn around, did their due diligence. They they poured over evidence for hours. They didn't just walk in, walk out. They actually spent quite a bit of time, reviewed all kinds of stuff, and came back with a a not guilty plea. Yeah, and and at but you least know that that's not going to make people happy though. That's that's the oh, problem. People, there's always going to be unhappy people. They Bingo. were there the night that the whole thing happened. I never and thought I'd agree with Bill George on anything. <laughs> 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 but you, you're not going to make everybody happy. And at this day no. and age, you know, people think that they have to be made happy, and you you don't. Well. You know, it, it could have all been really quenched a little bit had we had the law enforcement out there turn around protecting the people's rights that, that were true. innocent and sitting there and having their, their places torched. I think the part that just kills me is like, why are you going to burn down your own stuff, man? It's not, it wasn't their stuff. They, these were people that come across state lines. Uh, the actual people coming across state lines to they do They have no business being there, number one. Well, what are you talking about? It's America. You as a, they you can as go a, somewhere. You as a mayor and a governor have a right to protect your state, and people decided not to. This is not the end of this. Like, there's going to be more coming out. People are going to be coming because there's already uh, Project Veritas, James O'Keefe. He's already found out that there's a connection in between the mayor, the uh, defense, the the defense attorney for the city, and the uh, chief or one of the detectives. There's more coming out about this. This is not the end of it. I'm sorry to say. Uh, I'm glad the kid got off. does he deserve something? He, de- he deserves some off. sort. Of he 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 got acquitted. He got acquitted. Not guilty. You're right. But I mean, he's got a he's got a burden to weigh on him for a very very long time. He's and never going to get that off it, his shoulders. Uh, well, you know, after he wins that five hundred million dollar lawsuit against everybody who uh, defied defamed mm-hmm. him, uh, he'll be fine. He'll be fine. He'll be uh you know he'll go by uh. Jeffrey Epstein's island or something and turn it <laughs> into a playground or something. Who knows? Shooter's Paradise. Preserve. It'd be all great. 
Look what happened to the kid on Capitol Steps. What did he get? Two fifty. He got a. Yeah, he's actually uh, getting trying to get Kyle to sue uh, CNN with him. Oh yeah. Well, be, be awesome. <laughs> It'd be a good thing for them. that kid. Just sat there and was perfect. He didn't shoot somebody. Did you know, Cal listen, has, listen, to, listen to him speak. You know, he's not a he's not a stupid kid, and uh, you know, yeah, I think he told the truth. I really do. All right, we're gonna take a break. It is the Big and Wild Outdoors. We are brought to you by our good friends over at Brandon Ford. Uh, we come back, dude. I got a pile of stuff we got to get to today. It'll be great. It'll be fun. Just hang out. We'll be uh, right back. Okay, hang on. back everybody big and wild outdoors give you a little quick little fast cast for today looks like it's going to be mostly cloudy for today starting off at around 65 as vince alluded to but it is going to get up into the uh, mid to upper 70s around 76 it's going to be a pretty day a nice day and uh tomorrow it's just going to be uh, about the same but the humidity's back so that's going to be the part where you're like it just feels wet out today just feels nasty cold and wet so uh, get out and enjoy it and uh, have fun. So, I talked to Carlos last night, our good friend, the uh, Cuban redneck, and he was uh, all giggity giggity. So he's about going out this weekend to uh, maybe see if he can't uh, get a couple of does yeah. for the doe weekend and he, pop a couple of does. He's headed out to the West 40, right? You yeah. Know, he's out there now. Getting out there to see if he can't pop a doe and get it over with and get it down there. And I said, remember... You can't be messing with them squirrels. He goes, oh, dude, tell me about it. Bill gave me strict instructions that uh, <laughs> I'm not allowed to shoot any squirrels Bill's except for some small ones. If I want some young skinny ones, yeah. then take those. Yep, He's he like, could have some of the young skinny ones. And he said uh, the worst part of it is, is once you tell them that, you know, once you get out in the woods, you don't see young skinny ones anymore. He goes, dude, they're the big ones. He goes, man, there are these these Buddhas. He goes, Brayden, no. Brayden, I'm not kidding you. I sat in that tree stand for like seven hours, and I watched these squirrels sit there and do nothing but eat the entire time. Uh, in front of that uh, one-and-done feeder, they just sit there, and they just nibble the bottom of the kernel, and then they drop it. They only eat the little white pithy part, and then they and they drop it, and they go to the next one and eat it and drop it and eat it and drop it. And, it. Wow. and he goes, I'm sitting there watching them eat all this corn and these big Suckers are growing and growing and growing and growing, and uh, no, I can't go out and shoot them because Bill George says uh, I can't do it. Bill, correct. <laughs> Bill, this is this is the second time. Where are you trying to get directions to now? I, it, it isn't directions. It's it's. it's I bump the phone and it turns around and says something. It's the squirrel cam alert. Somebody's, <laughs> looking, somebody's looking at a squirrel. But, squirrel alert. But as you as you alluded to with Carlos, it is uh, in Zone C. It is the uh, doe weekend or the series of doe days that we have right now. So he is out trying to uh, put put some venison in the freezer. Yeah, yeah, and and shockingly, he he's literally said, you know, it's been like a couple of years, man, since I've uh, had any decent venison at all. And I was like, what? And then I realized he's done nothing but shoot pigs for about the past two years. Yeah, because I mean, so if the pig walks in, he's going to shoot it. Yeah, yeah, he's been on the pork diet, the and, sea pork <laughs> diet. And yeah. I can tell you, when I hunted public land, I used to shoot a ton of pigs. And I didn't shoot a lot of deer. And it wasn't until I had to start and say, I'm not going to shoot pigs and just wait on the deer that I started consistently shooting deer. Did you guys see that video on Facebook with the captain? He said all the pigs in the water. Did you see that? No. The one that's on our Big and Wild page? Uh, yeah, that's yeah. what I was uh, leading up to. Yeah, I thought that Tom had the greatest comment. He's like, uh, 
He just put one word down there. Well, two words, but um, you can say it in one word. Cast net. <laughs> Get the big cast net and throw it over that big old. Uh, I asked a question. I said, if a big group of pigs is in, a, in the water, is it now called, a, is it still called a sounder? Is it now called a school? Because I mean, dude, there, there was, was a lot. There was a ton of them <laughs> swimming out there, trying to get to the other side. Big old pigs. People don't realize that <clears throat> them suckers can swim pretty good, man. Yeah, and there's a were, whole island of them out there. They were moving, man. Yeah, but down in the Bahamas, is it down in the Bahamas? They go down there, some wild hogs. Mm-hmm. Which I can't understand how those things are still around. Seriously, they eat each other. <clears throat> pigs are cannibals. Well, of course they eat anything. I know. Yeah, but there's a lot of hungry people, so I think. That's what I'm talking it. about. <laughs> <laughs> You're surrounded by islanders. <clears throat> hey, man. Yeah, but eventually. Go get one of those pigs, and we'll throw it over on a fire somewhere. Okay. Oh, we're having pig again? <coughs> Gosh, can we at least have fish? Right. Yeah, we're surrounded by fish. No, Bill George said FWC can't hunt yep. big grouper yeah, yeah, down yeah. here. <laughs> 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 uh, I wanted to bring up a couple of things because uh, I actually. Somebody actually sent me an email or something to let me know about it, but I already, already, already knew. I didn't want to make them feel bad. But, um, you know, we talked about on the show that all these deer are showing up with COVID, right? That uh, COVID is now in the deer herds. And <laughs> the uh, recent studies that happened in Iowa and, of course, in Ohio, they revealed a significant portion of the whitetail population have been infected. 33% and 36% r- respectively, these deers have had uh, shown up with COVID. So um, Wisconsin, which is not too far from where you're going to be heading, uh, has now said the same thing, that uh, we're going to nip this in the bud. So they've requested that uh, even though they haven't detected any COVID or anything, they put out a flyer that said, um, hunters, we want you to start ma- masking up. In the, in the woods. We want you to start masking up when you get your deer. So if you're going to be out field dressing it and doing all that stuff, they want you to take every precaution and put your I, mask on. I will promise not to do mouth-to-mouth resuscitation. I will promise not to try and approach any living deer without... You know, yeah. Are you going to be six feet away, Bill? Yeah, I'm going <laughs> to keep my six foot distance. <laughs> they're telling you Social that they're actually you. they're suggesting that hunters uh, go out and uh, put on a mask while you're um, field dressing any kind of deer, or anything like that. And I'm thinking to myself, why would you whip out a big old white mask and throw it on your face and be walking around out there in those Wisconsin or up north woods? Because that's when people have a tendency to get popped. You know what I'm saying? All right. Can I just put the mask on the deer? I guess so. <clears throat> so anyway, what they're saying is that if you're going to be cutting into handling a deer, uh, also take precautions when you're handling the lungs, throat, mouth, or nasal cavity. Obviously, there's going to be some hurdles uh, when submitting the head for a CWD testing, but the uh, Department of uh, Environmental Services up there is asking hunters to be as careful as possible. And if you're immune-compromised... They recommend they ask somebody else to field dress your deer. So there's going to be a lot of that. There's going to be a lot. So Vince, Vince I, I'm. <laughs> what uh, color is this state? Yeah. I'm, says, uh, there is no evidence. And this is the greatest part. There is no evidence that humans can contract COVID from eating venison or from a deer infected with the virus. And officials aren't sure exactly how whitetails actually even got COVID-19 in the first place. 
The SARS-CoV-2 has been found in other animals, along uh, including mink, otters, tigers, lions, and primates. But in those instances, that's mostly where in, uh, it's been happening in captivity in zoos. So why even put them on the list? It's well, not like you're going to be out there petting. Mom, can I go pet the lion? Sure, Jenny, go right ahead. Go this on is, in there. They don't care. This PSA is brought to you by the Taxidermy Union. <laughs> I guess. I'm waiting for some brilliant person to give uh, vaccines to the does. Tom's on the phone. Good morning, Tommy. How are you doing, man? Doing well. How are you gentlemen today? You're hanging out What's here. Up, buddy? And, and now the beautiful, blissful air conditioning. Go <laughs> Now that we got it going, what's going on? Well, uh, well uh, I am in the middle of Arkansas, uh, headed back down to Florida. So I'm not encouraged by your weather reports. Uh, you know, you're in the middle of that front that's uh, pushing down through here. So that's, that's not on me, know. man. We're on the back. We're on the. We're on the back side. We're chasing it. We're chasing it down to Florida. You, you're riding in between the waves. Yeah. <laughs> there's another one coming behind you. Yeah. Well, there, there's there's always another front, but uh, we're uh, yeah we we finished up in Missouri and uh, we're headed back uh, with a with a couple of coolers full. So nice. We did we did all right. Yeah, yeah. I, I saw the pictures. You guys did extremely well. Yep. Uh, so I, I got uh, so for the Missouri season, I ended with uh, one buck and five does. Nice. Wow! Wow! Filled for, it uh, up. Com, com, combination. And he's gone. He must be somewhere outside <laughs> of Little Rock or somewhere hanging down. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe he'll come back. He, he, he might have hit a valley. Yeah. So they do have hills there. Yes. Yeah. So. <laughs> Some people don't realize that. <laughs> I don't know, Tommy. Are you there? Or we lost you. Nope. Yeah, we're we're yeah we're these these hills and AT and T sees fit to, to drop off right when I'm on the phone with you. <laughs> of course they are. Well, that's you that's, know how that you know how that works. But well, we had we had a, we had a great season. Had a, had a bunch of guys come up from Florida to help us with our management, and had a great deer camp. That sounds like a great time. I know my uh, my buddy Jeff Moore. Uh, he, he called me and said, are you coming out this year? Coming out to Missouri? Jason's coming. He's going to be driving up. You should just jump in the car with him and go. And I said, I'd really love to, but I can't. And, uh, I called him last night to see how they they did. And, uh, no one, no one answered the phone. So either they're cleaning deer or they're still out there trying to get it done. So, uh, Missouri this year has been doing pretty good. They really have. I mean, um, they did good on the, uh, on the bear this year they they did good on deer this year we got uh, people killing elks this year Missouri is the place to go state did good well he's back in the valley <laughs> <He's> another <laughs> hill <laughs> down in the valley uh i guess tom he's he's gone yeah he's, uh, he's, uh, thanks for calling yeah well we'll talk to you when you get closer but uh speaking of missouri their first ever black bear hunting season uh, went and came and went. I didn't know it was this short. It was only 10 days. It was a 10-day season. And, uh, you know, we talked about the fact that they uh, did the same thing that we did here. They set limits. You know, you can kill this many, and, you know, that's it. You was can't it, go out there and, you know, do whatever you can Was do. it like 400 tags were permitted and what, 14 were taken? <clears throat> well, it was a lottery process, and we, uh, I think over 6,000 people applied for the permit, and they only, uh, during their lottery, 400 of those were issued. 
And out of that 400, uh, they killed themselves. Uh, was it 14? 12. 12? Yeah, 12, 12, 12 bears. So Which is kind of the odds that when FWC looked at our hunt, they were like, man, the odds of getting a bear are low, da, 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 da. And so they turned around and they, they, they didn't put the cap on the number of people who could participate. And they, they went wide open with that and then just put the cap on the number of bears. And there, was, there were so many people that were just so frustrated with bears. They went out. They didn't just go out to the woods like I did and say, hey, maybe I'll see a bear. Sure. They went out after a particular bear. They yeah. went out after the bear that had been giving them problems. Oh, yeah. And they were very efficient at getting those bears. And you know what? So. Those are the ones that needed to be removed because, uh, you know, they were used to being around, at least in some part, around people. And, uh, you know, they had a food source that they were always going back to and destroying. And uh, not counting just the ones that went out oh. to feeders, but, you know, ones Chicken that coops and Garbage, but, eating goats. But you had 400 stuff. people and only 12 bears. How many bears did they honestly expect to get taken? 40. Well, they, they say that there's uh, around 800 in the state, but, of course, their numbers are not uh, extremely accurate, so they don't know. But they did come out and say that, you know, they expect the population to double in less than 10 years. So now that they're there, they're going to start breeding and having babies and having a good old time. So it'll probably get even better. All right, taking a break. It is the Big and Wild Outdoors brought to you by our good friends over at Brandon Ford. Stay there. We'll be right back. Welcome back, everybody. It's the Big and Wild Outdoors. Braden. That Vince guy and Billy boy. And Slick is back from his little vacation out in the woods, out there humping and jumping. and uh, You missed me. Making things go boom, boom, bang, bang kind of thing. He was out there uh, playing Army Man, doing his thing. Hey, don't forget Christmas right around the corner. You can do your shopping at uh, BigAndWild.com. It's easy to do. Just go to BigAndWild.com. And if you're looking for uh, ammo or gun parts or anything like that, maybe a nice new, uh, new uh, Bubba Blade or some nice clothing or anything like that that you need, some nice hook gear. Some arcades for the kids. It's all there. Oh, yeah, dude, man, yeah. Uh, Doc and uh, Pies right there. You can get a nice arcade system for your very, kids. Very local place as well. <clears throat> yeah, Florida made. Very nice. Very good stuff right there. You can all get it right there at uh, bigandwild.com. And, again, I would like to say good morning and, hey, how are you doing to all the listeners that are around the world? It always fascinates me that, it. you know, I always picture myself talking to locals all the time here on the show <laughs> you know when it's we don't know what the weather's like in your place yeah or, you know you got uh tom you know who uh, lives not down he's coming back from missouri and uh you know carlos out in the woods and everybody here tom and all these people that are here we neglect to think that there's we have so many listeners out in california and uh, wyoming and ireland and scotland and <clears throat> all over the place it, it's louisiana. just it, it always uh, yeah louisiana and uh it just it always I get reminded occasionally somebody will write something in, and I'm like, oh, yeah, what the heck? What are they doing listening? I still want to know who's listening in China. I, I don't know what the fascination is I think is I saw China. an Ireland I, pop up the other day. I think they're, yeah, listen, they're listening to everything. <laughs> yeah, is that what it is? <laughs> Getting some uh, information, well-needed so. information that they need from everybody. By the way, uh, speaking of bears, we were talking about the bears last uh, break. In case you didn't know. 
Uh, we talked about it a few weeks ago that the FWC, you know, about what, the beginning of the week, they actually uh, conducted the rescue mission for the bear that had been trapped in the plastic container. You know, it was. Wow. I hadn't heard that. Oh, well, I, it was a pretty cool story. Oh, you were, yeah. You, you know were, what? You that's it. Gone. That's it. His mic's off. You're, you're, uh, you were out that week, but this bear had been wandering around for at least uh, two weeks. And it had a plastic container on its head. Uh, people had seen it, and the FWC was looking for it. And they were asking people, if you see it, please report it, you know, that kind of thing. But it had been two weeks, and nobody had seen the bear, so they thought, okay, maybe it got it off of its head on its own, or, you know, maybe it's, uh, you know, no longer around. But someone actually caught it on their security camera uh, earlier in the week, I think on Monday, Sunday or Monday, and... Uh, they reported it to the FWC and their staff and law enforcement. They went out and set new traps and began doing nightly patrols in the neighborhood. And they eventually spotted the 250-pound female with the plastic container on her head. And they uh, actually got it, you know, <laughs> put it uh, in la-la land for a little while. And they believed that the plastic container was part of an automatic feeder that the bear got stuck in. Now, when I say an automatic feeder, I'm not talking about like a one-and-done or a hanger or a moultrie. Or I'm talking about one of the ones that they put out there for the kitty cats. You know, the little plastic <laughs> jug. <laughs> the plastic jug with the little feeder on the bottom uh, of it. You know, the where right. as, as they eat it, it you know, a little it, gravity, gravity feeder. Yeah, a little gravity feeder. And so um, uh, they got the thing off. You know, they popped it off of its head. And then they um, kept it around in a cage for a couple of days to make sure that it could still eat and drink normally and all that kind of good stuff. And then they finally just uh, it had turned run it around loose. for days with that. I, on I was his gonna head. say, how hard is it to spot a bear with something around his <laughs> well, head? No, no dude, twenty-eight days this not, thing had on. Not his head. that. I'm just saying, if it was fine for that length of time with this on its head, you take it off. You think it can't figure out how, how to, to go back and. Normal. Yeah. Well, well, they said the only saving grace that the bear had was that uh, apparently in its activity, either rubbing it on the ground or whatever it is, trying to knock it off of there, it made a, a big enough hole to where it could actually get water and, uh, you know, enough food to sustain itself for 28 days. 28 days. I'm sure it probably lost some weight, but 250-pound sow, she's still doing pretty good. So, uh True. For all those who were concerned, staying up late at night, uh, just don't worry about it. It's it's all done, and she's she's happy. I can finally you. get some sleep. Yeah, finally, finally, you get some sleep. Uh, also, I wanted to mention it is wintertime in the state of Florida, and uh, the FWC also put out their yearly, as they always do, uh, alert for everybody out there when it comes to manatees. When it comes to the manatee, this time of year, you know, they're always seeking the uh, shallower, uh, warmer waters that are out there. So if you're going to be running across the flats or back in the back bayous and those kinds of things like that, you kind of have to be a little bit It's more migration careful. time. Watch them. They're there. They're everywhere. Yeah. I, you know what? I, I've not seen them in quite a while, so uh, I don't know where they're hanging out these days. You'll see them over by Whedon. You'll see them on the Gandy real soon. They're gonna, they're gonna be. <laughs> I know they're that, be loading up. I know that they used to always come back into our canals and uh, back to Riviera Bay and areas around there, around Weeden, on the backside of Weeden. Um, I, I didn't during the cold winter months with that black mud that we have on the bottoms Ugh. of those canals. It it holds a lot of heat. They get down in there. It'd be nothing to walk out and see fifteen manatees out there in about 
900 snook all hanging out there going, oh, my God, can someone please just turn the heat back on? What is going on with this it, world? Yeah, and if you don't have a boat and you actually want to see the manatee, you can go right over to Apollo Beach right by the power plant. There's a observation deck that you can get out there and look at them and check them out. They get a lot of visitors for that thing. They I, I went there one time. I'm like, my God, where did all these people come from? Well, not only that, but where did all the manatees come from? It's like they call each other. Ah, oh, Herschel, you got to come over here. It's so nice and warm. Come There's on. definitely a few hundred of them, I can tell you that. They get in there. They pile up, especially when you get a good blast, a good Arctic uh, cold front to come through here. And you drop can walk the across their quick. backs to the other side. You know, speaking no, of... No, uh, no, you speak can't of, do that. that, no, that, that I forgot. You get in trouble for that. Speaking of critters who are no longer with us, what are they going to do in winter? Ah, you know, I don't know. Aren't man. they doing some stuff? This I think week? they're having some services today. They're having, aren't they? some, they're having some services this weekend and some events and that. I think she has raised uh, quite a bit of money here. A just celebration of life. Yep. It doesn't, se- life. doesn't seem right that they're uh, going to be doing that in the pig jam at the same time. All right, we're going to take a break. It is the Big and Wild Outdoors. Hour number two is right around the corner. We're going to take a fast one. We'll be right back. Mm-hmm. 